What is up? What is happening? Welcome to yet another episode of the Yankshaft F1 podcast group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me, as always, from the nation's capital, we've got Johnny Gomes. What up, everybody? And from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian. Welcome, friends. What's happening? All right. Australian uh, Grand Prix is uh, done in the books. We are now uh, three races into, uh, into this 2022 season. What uh, just I, I just want to start off. At how how what you guys do to watch the race? Like what was what was everyone's experience? Because it was like I, I don't know. It felt is this what Australians deal with like normally during the week? It was crazy. I was I was a big fan of it, man. Like I I love watching live sports late at night with weird weird times. Something about I mean as much as I love Formula One at seven eight o'clock in the morning. So starting at midnight was just I thought it was great. Um. So I loved it. I, I would be a fan of more races starting at that time. And uh, for me, it was a great experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been cool for me if the, the crowd I was with that night were into F1 and stuff. But we were out and about and having a good time doing other stuff. So I didn't manage to, to watch the action unfold uh live but you know i i caught myself up on uh on on everything you know managed to to check out all the free practices and and the qualifying that f1 tv app is great by the way highly recommend recommend that to everyone yeah cannot recommend Um, that highly enough yeah but, but so yeah with today you know today in age like it's you know with all the streaming and everything at your fingertips it's it's really easy to get caught up like with all the racing, even if you can't watch it live. So, well, Ian, I think you're in luck. Um, the Las Vegas race next year, I think is going to be starting roughly the same time for you. Um, I think you had it perfect central time zone. Like, so what midnight race for you, 1am qualifying Friday night. It was 2am quality for me. I tried to stay up. I did not. I failed. I fell asleep at like 1.30. Um, I did manage to stay up for the race on Saturday, but like 1 a.m. start for the race. It was, it was a, it was, it was a little tough for me. I, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to the uh, just early morning, uh, early morning sessions there. But that that Las Vegas race is gonna be crazy. I don't know if you you, you guys have seen the uh, the the track layout yet. They're down on the strip. I mean, going right by all the all the big hotels and everything. Race is gonna it's gonna be I like a prime time race three on different... Saturday. Saturday night. So Sunday okay. for most of the world, but Saturday, Saturday night for us, it's basically going to start exactly the same time that like a UFC pay-per-view would like, Ooh. like midnight, you know, Las Vegas time, whatever time zone they're in um, See that I'm interested yeah. in that. I could like plan a whole night around. Exactly. And I think that, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to be wild. It's probably gonna be high rollers only. Uh, I've seen a lot of people like, <laughs> I want to go to that. Like good effing luck getting yeah a hotel or absolutely anywhere near uh it's, it's near probably that. your best bet of getting a glimpse of any racing is they won't even most hotels aren't even they're not even yeah. booking them out because they know imagine. it's going to be so insane like yeah, you gotta, gotta you be gotta some sort some of safety fun. hazard people leaning up against all the windows and stuff sounds sketch but it, it does look sick it it, it yeah. looks sick like i was complaining like we don't need more races in america when you watch like the the little videos they did of like the tees of the track i'm i'm on board I'm on board. When we see when we see those cars going by with the Vegas lights, I'm 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 all in. Like the initial layout that I saw was just like a like a rectangle. Like it looked like a like a hybrid between like a NASCAR and an F1 track. No, 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 no. You must have seen, but seen but yeah, I've, <clears throat> it's definitely evolved. Like since then, I, I haven't seen the the one you've mentioned yet, though. 
No, it looks sick. I think it's going to have the second longest straightaway behind Baku. Um, it's going to be, it, it's going to be sick, but enough, enough America talk um, from, from the Yank boys. Um, let's get into, into the race here that we just saw in, in Australia. What, what's your main, main takeaway for after, after watching the race? I know it's, I know it's been a few days, um, but probably the first thing that comes to my mind is that how crazy Alex Albin drove 57, 57 laps on one pair of tires. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it, and my, I think my favorite part is that, um, was William's strategy, let's do a one stop and then just kept getting push. Yeah. Or yeah. was there, or was their strategy crap? We have to have Alex Alvin pit. I thought he'd pit. They did kind of like a Spider-Man mean thing of everybody thought I Alex thought you Alvin told him to pit. pit stop. Yeah. And then it was like, and then I, I think I, part of them was like, well, maybe let's just have him run the whole race and not pit. And then we can kind of see what happens. But uh, I was happy he was able to get some points because the fact that he did that whole race on one set tire is pretty incredible. Probably the yeah the one of one of the best one point performances uh, that, that that I can recall, Johnny. The race is a little uh, a little more fresh for you. What's what was your what was your main takeaway? Um, so for me, it's just how strong Leclerc looks. Like I, I mean, that guy is just like watching qualifying and 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 the race like back back to back like that. Um, like that's four wins now off of four pole positions for Leclerc. Um, like that, that to me, that's uber impressive, especially with guys like Verstappen and Lando and Hamilton and Russell bearing down on you. Um, but um, that aside, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but George Russell is currently uh, second in the yeah. driver's standings. Yes. Oh, I noticed. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was probably my biggest takeaway from the from the weekend. Seeing him get his first pole position or um, podium, um, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, I mean, yeah, George Russell's been been great. Ian, like, yeah, like what you what you said too with Albon, an incredible drive. Um, you guys kind of took the obvious ones, I guess. For me, if I have to pick another one, it would it would either be. McLaren, like are, M- McLaren, are they back? Like, are they back? Well, I'll, we'll get to that in a second. Or my other choice would be Mercedes sitting in P2. Like they managed to get that like uh, two, three, I think in Bahrain after the Red Bull DNFs. And then, and then a what three, four in, in Australia, like Mercedes are like better off than I thought they'd be at this point, but let's get into it. Ian, I'll let you take the lead. It, uh, is McLaren back? Are these like, are these positive signs? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the headlines of both those from um, my perspective. McLaren is, I, I, I don't know, I guess, I guess it depends on what your thought process of back is because this they're doing exactly what we thought they would be this race at the end because we knew they weren't as bad as what we saw, um, as what we saw in Jeddah and what we saw in Bahrain. Um, but they're probably not going to be a point team every single week. And I mean, it's fifth and sixth place is exactly what but we, exactly we what would we expect them to be in the points. Every week. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm not, not excuse me. Not really they're yeah. not a podium team, the points yeah. team, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then second is, I, I think that Ferrari is their second, but I mean, even looking at how, like how much bad, a bad weekend that Mercedes Carlos Sainz had. I'm sorry. Oh, you said Ferrari second. Or, uh, Mercedes being second. Um, how bad of a week that um, Carl Sainz had where he was just extremely unlucky in qualifying, extremely unlucky during the race. So they're in second, but that gap could be 
if they're not lucky, it's much, much, much bigger. And honestly, both Red Bull and Mercedes right now have got a lot of work to do if they want to catch Ferrari. If signs had, if signs had finished yeah. second, um, I'm just doing some like quick math in my head. This is not official by any means. If, if signs had finished second, and then that means Russell and Hamilton get bumped down one spot, Ferrari would be doubling up Mercedes in the, in yeah. the constructors right now, as it stands, they've got a 39 point lead, but that they could have been 60 plus. And, and it's not like there are any consolation prizes to go out or like to give out or anything because Leclerc pulled off the trifecta with the, you know, pole, Led fastest lap, and the win. Start to like, finish he, leader he dominated. Too. Yeah. So, and, and he's got like the, what's it, a 34 point lead on, on Russell. I think yeah. that I, I saw somewhere that's the largest there. That's a larger gap than there was yeah. just like at any point from first to second yeah. last season. That's crazy. And like with these reliability issues, if I'm Red Bull right now, I'm panicking because like last season we saw every single point matters. And so far through these first three races, like uh, Mercedes, everyone seems to be getting both, both cars across the line, but Red Bull. And, you know, I'm definitely hitting the panic button. If I'm there. Yeah. They're Red Bull. Red Bull is, I mean, just transition into that Red Bull or, or, or should be, should be in panic mode because we haven't seen, any sort of reliability issues from Ferrari. And here's me pumping the brakes for a second. We have 20 races left. Yeah. The normal season was shorter than that for, you know, however many years, like until recently, 20 races, a lot of time, but there's no sign that the Ferraris or, or, you know, even, even Mercedes like have had any reliability issues. It's just, it's an uphill climb. I think Max had some kind of like tongue and tweet, tongue-in-cheek quote about like yeah he's not even worried about the championship right now because he like it's it, it would be like unhealthy for him to right like they did drive a man crazy max verstappen currently sits at sixth place in the driver's standings he's only scored points in one out of three races like that's a he's got a 47 or 46 point deficit to Charles Leclerc. So you want to talk about the gap between first and second between Leclerc, um, between uh, Verstappen and Hamilton all of last year. I mean, it's 46 now between Verstappen and Leclerc already after three races. So there's a lot of time to make it up, but it, uh, like, do you think Red Bull had like, do they really have a chance to, to pull this out and maybe win, win the, the constructors or have Max Verstappen come back and win the drivers? Yeah, Absolutely. Like you said, we're we're three races into it. We have twenty races to go. Like, calm it. Takes, all right. Yeah. Like, obviously, no. Like, if, if we're sitting here in July and we're like, all right, Ferrari is just killing it. Red Bull still having some more issues. Like, I don't know if this is gonna work out. Then all right, then I'm listen. But yeah, I mean, my God, right now Lewis Hamilton gets still in the like driver championship. Like, it's 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 wide open. We're only three races in. Like. They're going to get their stuff corrected. Um, they're not going to DNF every single race. I Okay. Ferrari's, Ferrari's going to have problems at some point. Like, it, it's it's way, way, way too early to be like, oh, you know, pump the brakes on the season. And it, it's Ferrari's to give up. I, th- I think right now Ferrari clearly is your leader, obviously. Um, but, to, I mean, just declare them the champions right now is, is, is crazy. Yeah, no, I mean it's like it's like the NFL in a lot of aspects where you know yeah. the, the whatever just happened on Sunday is like that's that's what we're doing. Like the Bills beat the mm-hmm. Chiefs in the regular season, and then all of a sudden it's you know Josh Allen is is better than Pat Mahomes, and you know the the Chiefs dynasty yeah. is over. Yada yada yada. It's just the recency bias. Like it's the exact when you only get one a week or one every two weeks, 
it's so easy to fall yeah. into that and it's fun yeah it's fun talking about it but for sure um yeah I, I i don't know i thought i did i just wanted to give a shout out i know we kind of already talked about it but mclaren finishing five six ricardo came in last place to this grand prix home grand prix Sc- coming in in sixth place scoring some points uh shout out them um same week that he uh introduced his new wine you know big week for for daniel ricardo um, good week for Danny Rick. very good week for 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 danny rick um the dnfs this week were interesting we had again max verstappen um then carlos signs the next dnf well he technically was the first on lap two i kind of want to talk about about how that affects ferrari the constructors the drivers all of this carl does this kind of cement that ferrari they have they never said that it would they had a you know a one and two driver but we all kind of felt like it was like leclerc was the number one this just kind of cements that right like leclerc is the number one moving forward unless we have some craziness happen I think this just kind of speeds up that process. No, certainly. And, and I think, I mean, we all knew it. It's, it was, it was always kind of like that white elephant in the room ever since that, that pairing was announced. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely weird to see it unfold, you know, like in front of you, but um, I would agree that it, you know, um, Leclerc has always been the, the Ferrari's golden boy. I didn't think, you know, signs was going to come in and take that from him when, when he signed, but he beat him last year. I know it's completely different circumstances, but but signs had been like Mr. Consistency, you know, like that's, that's what Mm -hmm. we, we got used to. And then kind of screws it up in qualifying. I think he started ninth and then bins it on lap two. Like, I mean, he got, he kind of got screwed because of Alonzo crashing and qualifying. Um, yeah, you have that issue. And then you have an issue of where, um, he got on, I believe he was, he started on mediums or I, I can't remember because it's been, we don't record directly after the race, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, but he had an issue where he just, it, it just seemed weird. It was just a weird week for the guy. Um, I think he moves on. I think he goes in Emma. I think he has a lot of success in Emma. And I think Australia is in the rearview mirror. But yeah, no, I think it's very clear that, I mean, Leclerc is, Leclerc is the one at Ferrari. He's always going to be the one at Ferrari as long as he's there. Um, and science is going to have to be cool with being the two. And I mean, right now, how fast that car is going, it's not a bad gig. So, yeah, not at all. Um, yeah. So what you're, what you're saying is, uh, Charles Leclerc confirmed 2022 world champion. Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. The, no, the, the number one driver in the fastest car now, absolutely. World champion. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're comfortable saying that in mid April. Um, but we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. The mm-hmm. third, driver completely contradicting what i said two minutes ago. no i know i know, I know. That, that's why i brought it <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you crap i'm the only one bold enough to to declare that it, it, it is over and Charles is the is the the world champion the third dnf though this is some fascinating stats here sebastian vettel unfortunately um also did not finish the race tough weekend um i mean just coming back from from covid he wasn't able to he isn't really had much time with his car to be honest with you especially in a race situation even in a free practice situation, qualifying situation. So some struggles were expected. Um, he really did not seem seem happy with the way the car was performing, um, unfortunately. But because he didn't finish the race, Sebastian Vettel, I have it pulled up right now. Let me just confirm. Sebastian Vettel is not listed on the driver's championship standings. 
because there were only 20 drivers listed and Nico Hulkenberg was one. And I was trying Nico to figure Hulkenberg. out what went wrong. And it's because Sebastian Vettel is not qualified or been classified as a, as a, as finishing a race. So he's not actually part of the standings anymore. And that led me to the That's realization brutal. that despite Aston Martin scoring zero points on the year and Nico Hulkenberg being a fill-in driver for two races, Nicholas Latifi is still somehow in dead last because his best finish is worse than anyone else's best finish. Um, so those were just some fun nuggets that I came across while doing some research this week. Uh, I don't, I don't know if anyone has any comments on that, but I had, you, to know, you know, we talk about last year, we really gave Nikita Mazepin a really, really, really hard time. And you know what? Rightfully so. Um, but boy, Nicholas Latifi is, is is a really bad driver. Like he's this year, very, very bad. And he's a he's a nice guy. I was really hoping we'd get it. He's a likable guy. Um, but yeah, no, he is he's really bad. Like it's bad. Like we, we I mean, we saw um what Albin did this week. I mean, we've seen Magnuson have success in Haas, we've seen um Mick Schumacher have somewhat little success in Haas as well. But man, outside of that one race, um, Nicholas Latifi has done jack. I mean, jack. Lance Stroll has been like pretty garbage this year, right? Like that oh, seems fair. Well, let me get to We haven't got that. We haven't got that Martin yet. Yes. Oh, I know. Yes. And we, we will. But Lance Stroll finished. I was just using this in the context of, of, uh, yeah. of Latifi. He finished. Lance Stroll finished 12th. And he and, and he's had a, a, a terrible year. Nicholas Latifi, Horrible. the best thing I can say about him right now is that, you know what? He got that car across the finish line, which feels like a win. He did not in qualifying, but he did in no. the race. No, so, he did not. I was going to say that stun, that stun qualifying was almost a metaphor <laughs> between Williams and, and, and Aston there with Latifi. And he, he collided with the stroll. I believe so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That shunt was just, was just ridiculous. It was, they were, they, they were both completely screwing, <laughs> completely screwing Fernando, Fernando Alonso's weekend over in the process. I mean, yeah, I'm running out of words to, that was one of the funniest describe. crashes I've seen in, in, in qualifying because yeah. who was it? Latifi so stroll over passes Latifi, Latifi lets yeah. stroll through Latifi and let then Latifi through. decides he wants to go back <laughs> past him on like a banked left-hand turn so so yeah. strolls moving over to the right because he wants to you know get in position to take the corner Fernando Alonso's take like was on yeah. a hot lap right behind <laughs> the two of them too and and then they just hit and so 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 strolls getting over to let alonzo through <laughs> simultaneously latifi's trying to over, overtake him it was completely it was bizarre it, and absurd. it's fantastic when we have two drivers both with zero points on the year both on the radio just like i don't know what happened like, <laughs> like i didn't I didn't see him coming or like, what? Well, I didn't know he was going to move over like that. It was like, dude, get your stuff together. Like, what are we doing here? Oh man. That was, that was just uh, some, some great comedy. I don't, that's, that, that, that's kind of all the, all the, the big storylines I got. I mean, Haas kind of fell back, uh, fell back down to where they probably will, will be for most of the season. Unfortunately, the hype train has, has slowed out um, a, a bit on Haas. Good for Williams for getting a point. Um, Valtteri Bottas with a uh, 
with a good drive for alpha. Um, but Very. just kind of, it felt like business as usual, kind of in the midfield. Like there, there was not a lot going on in that race. It was a good race to be watching as I was like half asleep. Yeah, there was, I, there, there wasn't, it's hard to pass there in races where it's really hard to pass. Um, not always the most exciting race. They, they the tried world. to they tried to fix that. They tried to change the track, and it didn't really work. I they guess tried, is where I was going. No, and, and and a kind of an example is that oh, um, I think it's around like lap oh what is it for, mid late forties. Alonso goes to medium tires to finish out the race, and then he got. I was like, okay, he's getting a twelfth. He's going to end up just blowing through a couple people. Maybe he'll get inside the top seven. Maybe he can challenge McLaren. And then it just did not not happen at all. I think he ended up 17th or something. Of he was the last, the last yeah. car to he finish. Literally, it literally ended up in the last. So I don't know. It's I, it was a cool race, but it's just it is unfortunate when you get these races where, um, and we kind of see that whenever it's a lot of like, here's two Mercedes, here's two McLarens, uh, Alpine, Alpha, Tari, and it's like here's two Haases. Like a lot of when you see these races where it's a lot of the teammates like finish right in, right right front and right behind each other it's kind of more like okay like is this really because they both drove so similar or is it more of a it's a speed thing and they and nobody can get around anybody so it's not my favorite type of race but it wasn't it was it was it was a good race i didn't mind yeah it was, certainly wasn't a bad race it was pretty definitely like um vanilla in in my eyes like yeah. after after max's dnf like there wasn't really that yeah. much but he was up by McClure was up by like five on. and a half seconds when that happened too yeah, exactly. But I okay, think he finished like 20 seconds clear of Perez and it, it should have been an even bigger gap were it not for the safety cars. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. I think the most exciting part of the weekend for me was seeing if uh, Valtteri Bottas could keep up his uh, Q3 streak, which sadly ended. So so Mr. Q3, um, uh, his, uh, his belt is up for grabs, I guess. Who are you talking about there? Sorry, I had to step away. Bottas, ah, yeah. um, his uh, Q3 streak. Yeah, but he, but he brought it back on the points after uh, he had some, some bad luck last week. I don't think he uh, he either didn't finish or he didn't finish in the points um, and, uh, at Jeddah. So it was nice to see uh, Bottas bounce back a bit. Um, For sure. I guess, yeah, like I said, that's kind of that's kind of my main my main takeaways. We ready to get into to Rockstar Wanker? Sure, let's do it. All right, Rockstar, anybody want to – anybody have some strong feelings? Want to jump in there? I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with it again. I think Johnny's got his. So yeah, I'm gonna go Alex Albin. Um, mentioned him earlier. Kind of buried the lead. I think if I'm using that term correctly, um, he he was great. He went 57 laps on hard tires and probably didn't need to pit. And I thought that was really impressive and scored a point in Williams. So Alex Albin, go you. You could have just ended it on scored a point in Williams, rock star of the week. <laughs> That, that probably would have been enough. Um, I, I, I had a few guys. I, uh, Johnny, you ready? Because I'm um, – No, you uh, go ahead, Kurt. Uh, man, well, I, I, I want to give it to <laughs> – I want to give it to Charles Leclerc. I mean, it was a perfect weekend. It was a perfect yeah, weekend. great. It, you also know, a great choice. Yeah. He led every lap. He, he had the fastest lap. He was on pole. Um, and great, yeah. great last lap in qualifying to, to take it away from Max. I mean, he had it by like a couple tenths. Um, it was just a perfect week. And it's like, I'm, I'm not yet to the point with Charles where I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to give him rockstar of the week because it's like, he does it so often. Like, no, I want to like take in, like appreciate like what he's been able to do this year. 
um, while it's still happening and try to like appreciate the potential greatness that we're seeing as it's, as it's happening. My other shout outs were uh, just, you know, McLaren just for, for, for getting back. I think they, they deserve deserve a little shot and Mercedes for somehow being second in the constructors. Um, those are all good ones. So just to go in a, in a bit of a different direction, I'm going to go with uh, with our guy. This is a Pierre positive pod after all. So um, Pierre Gasly, um, pretty unfortunate day for him. I mean, he was, you know, got off to a hot start and then had that the misfortune of pitting right before the safety car got, you know, came out in 14th, managed to work his, his way back up into the points on a day which uh, his teammate Yuki Tsunoda uh, really struggled for pace. So, um, you know, ha- happy for Pierre to see him uh, f- fight through some traffic there. Like, on, like we mentioned, uh, a track where that's not that easy to do. So that was, that was pretty cool. We do. This is definitely a Pierre positive pod. We're still waiting from his, uh, you know, his PR people to get back to us about making an appearance. But, you know, we'll maybe we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, may- may- maybe someday. We need a few, you know, extra 100,000 listeners or so um, to, to try to... Yeah, move that through you but, tell two friends they tell two friends we'll get there yeah come on guys tell, tell, tell your friends we're uh, we're having a lot of fun over here wanker of the week speaking of fun this this should this should be a doozy i think there's a there's a few choices but i wrote down like five names and then the last one i wrote down i was like oh man no yeah that's that's the one that's the one right there who who knows who it is let's let's do a little differently let's hear your five okay first um Oh, okay. Okay. I was trying to read my own handwriting. Um, first of all, just Kevin Magnuson just kind of felt, I was like, ah, that wasn't a guy. I was just going kind of like driver by driver, seeing what they did. I was like, that was a really weak, weak race. Um, Aston Martin as a whole was my wanker, just like wanker of the season. I was like, it's, we just need to address how terrible these guys have been. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just running the points there for a minute. So I don't, um, okay. I like, I like Martin more like Kevin Magnuson there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was my first. Magnuson was the first one I wrote down. It's like, you know, we're just getting a little taste and then we'll see where it goes. And then I got to Aston Martin. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, they're, Mm. they're the, they're the wankers. Um, Latifi, that feels justified. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Any given week. But again, he, he brought the car across the finish line. So, like, you know, it's immediately an improvement on what he's done already this year. Then Sebastian Vettel. I, but that was that's lumped in with Aston Martin. Um, it just it was just such an unfortunate week um, for him. I mean, even in practice where he was riding the scooter and it was hilarious. We got all the memes of him being a you know Uber Eats delivery guy. Uh, you know Peter Parker over there riding the moped. But it's a bad week for Vettel. And then the last name that I wrote down, and this is when I stopped looking at every other person, was Carlos Sainz. Ooh. It just, it, I was like, there's, how can you have a worse week in a better car than Carlos Sainz? This wasn't a, a power unit failure like Red Bull. This was, yeah. and trust me, I've done yeah. it, man. Turn nine at Albert Park. I cannot tell you how many times I've been the car in the F1 game on that, on that corner. Like I, I get it. I get it. But he's Carlos Sainz. <laughs> he's in a Ferrari and I'm me. Oof. You guys, you guys don't want to give it to him, do you? I don't. I don't want to give it to him. No. It felt bad. Um, I love it. It wasn't. Ashton Martin is now in last place. It's got to be Ashton Martin. It's 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 Ashton Martin Only for the near future. Point. 
it's Ashton Martin until they get a point because you cannot be behind Williams and Haas and Haas. like one or the other, like, all right, it's a complete stuff start of the season. I get medals and COVID things. You're behind both those teams. Are you kidding me? Like, absolutely. It's, it is Ash. Carlos Sainz could have driven his car into the wall off the start of the race. And I still would have said Ashton Martin was Wankers of the week. <laughs> See, um, all very valid points, but I, I still I, I got to give it to Latifi, you know, just the cumulative impact of, of his actions and and, you know, just I, I don't know. He's he's reached the, the honorary Nikita Mazepin wanker of the week award territory, which means me, he's so. certainly going to like <laughs> like, you know, put in a decent performance and finish like 11th next week. He's not going to score a point, but he's yeah, going to have a good ex- performance. He's not that bad. He's not as bad as what no. he's shown. Um, but boy, they have been bad. Do we want to dig a little deeper on just how bad Aston Martin has been? Ian, I know you would you had mentioned that earlier. I mean, wanted yeah, to get we, into it. Can, but it's, it's just Stroll is just he seems to be just regressing as a driver and Vettel. I've I've always kind of said since he got to Ashton Martin, I was like, how much is he, how much is he really into it? Like, I know if we, he's had some good finishes, but I just, I just don't believe his heart is there in Ashton Martin. Um, and I want to be, he likes Sebastian Vettel. I think he obviously is an incredible driver. He's a fourth world champion, but I just, that, that marriage of stroll and the stroll dad stroll and yeah, Vettel I was say, which is just stroll, such a yeah. weird dynamic. That I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're not my they're not my favorite team uh, on the grid for sure. Uh, all, all because of what you just said, and and for other reasons as well. And yeah, to, to me, it seems like Vettel's just kind of like a mercenary at this point. I don't want to say he's out there just racing for checks because you know I, I don't I know. I think what his he's in are, it, but at least a, at least enough yeah. to be there. Like as much as Fernando Alonso's yeah. in it, I think. Yeah, but just basically tale of two world yeah, champions, you know. That are racing like late in their careers, like a lot. Alonso just the the Alpine has seemed to be kind of a slow but steady upward trajectory, and the Aston Martin was like, you know, maybe the third best car a couple of years ago, and then just plummeted. And it's, I mean, how much it was like like when we saw Vettel with Ferrari in twenty what was it twenty twenty? Um, how much? how much do you want this guy to be in it? Like he's got a, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's got hobbies. When your car stinks, how, how much are you going to pay? Like really care but when you're, when you're 30, however many years old, you know, and, and, and then when you, when of, you've done it exactly. all, he's and already, he's already, already. Where it's like, I mean, he knows when he's got a fast car and he was like, when he doesn't have a fast car and it'd be, I'm not saying he's not trying to like be successful, but there's only so much. I mean, as, as we all know, as fans of Formula One, there's only so much you can do in your car. Yeah. Um, and I think if it's not, and he's not going to drive, and he's like, if I drive 120% in this car to get eighth place, it's just not worth it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tough. Because we do we do love the guy. Like I said, yeah. four-time world champion. Um, just a great, great all-around dude from everything we've seen. You know, picking up trash. That, that, Those you know, pours leave in the stands after the races. Um, you know, fighting for, you know, humanitarian things, all that jazz. Love me some Sebastian Vettel, but uh, boys have been a bad, bad year uh, so far for Aston Martin. 
some some people have called us the some people have called this episode the Ashton Martin of Formula One. We would like to. We've had a lot of um, our cars, computers are currently all under um, in a work in process. We've got some laptop issues here in the Midwest. We've got some laptop issues out in the nation's capital. Um, we're going to be better, everyone. Um, once we get our race engineers a hold of everything, we rumored to have new microphones coming. Um, so I'm, thank I'm you for using sticking my, with my, us. My new thank microphone you for right listening. Now. We have tens of listeners, and we want you guys to know that we love you all dearly. I, I, I we're all we're all trying to fight through these supply <laughs> chain supply chains. Like trying to get laptop chargers, <laughs> the, the whole kit and caboodle. I did want to address because it, it, it's I, I've let this go for for maybe years now at this point, at, at least uh, you know at least a year and a half. Can we finally address the large large elephant in the room? Ian's pronunciation of Aston Martin. Where he insists that there is an H. I say Ashton Martin. Ashton Martin. It's Ashton, it's Ashton, Ashton. Martin. Yeah. Ashton. Ashton it's Kutcher. Ashton it's like Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Martin. Same thing. Same thing. It's. It's like it's like Bond, you know. Ashton my Ashton. Bond. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So it's Sean Connery Bond. That's the only way. It's Sean Connery. Ashton Martin. We're just, we're doubling down. They're they're Ashton Martin for the future. It's that's a weird sign, man. Ah, I don't know. It's it is English. Ashton, Ashton Martin gang rise up. Look, we we we're getting Joe Guan Yu right. Okay, there's got to be some concessions made, and those yeah, concessions are good, you know. <laughs> It comes in the form of Ashton Martin, apparently. Yeah, the you are not Ashton being Martin, and then, and then I think I think we pronounce Charles Leclerc's name different every single week. The, okay, too, so to be we fair, there's no correct pronunciation for his name. He he has he's on record. He's he's a code switcher. I think that's what the kids call. He it. doesn't even know. Depending on yeah. which which country the 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 interview is being done in, he pronounces his own name differently. There's no consensus <laughs> on Charles Leclerc or Charles Leclerc. Like, there's no, there, it's Charles, it's Charles. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's, he's a little too nice about it. I kind of wish he would just throw the hammer down like Shogun Yu and tell us what we need to say. Those monogasks. Monogasks. Yeah, they, don't know what, they don't know what they want. <laughs> That's right. We can't pronounce Aston Martin, but we know that you're called a monogask if you're from Monaco. We are just all over the place right now. You're not going to get this content anywhere else. Ian seems to be completely frozen. Yeah, dude, you're you're laughing, but everything frozen. You know, me and Johnny are going great. I think it's you. Our banter's been uh, perfect. (laughs) Okay, you're good. You're back. Good. Then we have we have excellent we have excellent news. The problem is on my end is because I need more juice. So problem solved. That 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 seems accurate. All right, uh, coming up in uh, what I guess. uh, what, 10 days from now, 11 days from now, uh, April 22nd is the beginning of the weekend. We are going back to Imola. Two days after my birthday. There we go. Johnny Gomes, born on 420. Yes, you just can't make these things yep. up, people. Um, we are returning to, I did this last year, I will do it again. The Formula One Pirelli Gran Premio del Mare in Italy e dell'Emilia Romagna at the Autodromo Internazionale Enzo e Dino Ferrari. Imola. Imola, better known as Imola. <laughs> uh, Max Verstappen won last year. Lewis Hamilton, I believe, took fastest lap. It was a nice little battle. Uh, 
We've got our betting consultant, Stecklin. Uh, he's been sending me texts throughout this episode. So we might put out a little, a little betting primer for you guys. Uh, he's got some, some insight on, you know, percentage of chance of safety cars, um, et cetera, to get you guys ready. Um, I think it's going to be another Ferrari, Ferrari sweep this weekend. Um, although Max winning yeah. would really spice things up. So I'm not going to be mad either way, as long as we have some fun along the way. Yeah. Certainly, uh, I see uh, Ferrari flexing the muscle a little bit at Imola. Uh, it's not Monza, but it's close enough. How big no. is that guy country yeah, possibly so. be? It's like the size of Missouri, right? <laughs> uh, it's got, it's you know, they it's gerrymandered weird. They that like uh, that boot shape, you know, they spread it out. <laughs> has, has Ian been able to hear any of this? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been. Johnny is saying they gerrymandered some, some, some Italy. Someone some called me the uh, the Nicholas Latifi. Of this you look at if, you, if Italy looks like a gerrymandered like far it right. It looks like southeast Missouri. <laughs> all right, and I know that only appeals to a handful of people, but it's it's what it is. I'm a one percent. Just says Chargers. All right, has not been maintained. All right, get get the supply chain figured out. We will we will catch up with you yeah. guys next week uh, at some point for the uh, the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix from I- Imola. Catch you guys later.